0: Hello, and welcome to episode 105 of Soundwave. I am your host, Matt, and joining me is my co-host, Carlos. Yeah. Uh, it's a hot one out there today.
1: Yeah, it'll be hotter tomorrow. It is
0: It is definitely summer in Wisconsin right now, and <laughs> that humidity is bullshit. Yeah. Um,
1: Although it's actually not a, a pretty good day to just drive, though. I was doing that when I was grabbing my lunch. Do you have air
0: conditioning in your car? Well, yeah,
1: but it doesn't work very well. But the window's down. and. Windows like, down and driving's uh, yeah. pretty
0: good, and with some music playing. I still get, get used to Casey's seat here, <laughs> but uh, yeah, tomorrow's supposed to be even hotter, so I don't know what that's gonna be. But I don't think yeah. I'll be able to sleep very well during the day when I have to work at night. Yeah, <laughs> you get a nice air conditioner in your room up there. Yeah,
1: I have a like, unit sitting right in my window, so
0: I I have one at my apartment, but it I can't stand sleeping in air conditioning. I wake up and I'm all congested and feel gross. So
1: oh well, yeah, I I don't know. Like I turns like if I tur- I generally what I do is I'll have it running. And then I'll shut it off right before I go to sleep, and if it's really hot outside, I just won't even bother going under the blanket. I'll just lay right on top of my bed. Yep. And just yep.
0: I only have like a sheet that I sleep with. I can't stand like comforters and shit. Yeah. But, uh, but then
1: you still th- then you wake up in the middle of the night and like now you're all hot and sweaty yep. again. It's terrible.
0: It's the worst. And the, uh, these, I I just got back from Portland with Casey, and it was one of the best trips. It was so much fun, and they have the best heat ever because it's dry heat, and you can walk around and feel great. And then like you go to bars at night and they have heaters above you for some goddamn reason. Cause they're too cold when it's 70 <laughs> degrees and we're sitting there like now we're burning up in the side this, this patio area here. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time in Portland. We got to go to the coast, uh, we got to see the Goonies Rock, the one at the end of the Goonies when the ship comes sailing out oh, yeah. past it. That was on the coast that we went to.
1: You guys were on have your way to see that?
0: No, I didn't. E- we didn't even know it was actually the rock because I, when I was driving there, I was like reading because we were talking about Astoria and stuff. Callie, my, the other bartender at Emma's, was with us, and she drove us out to the coast. But yeah, we were talking about going to Astoria, or she wants to go to Astoria and check it out because that's where the house, the Goonies house is. And then I was reading on the Wikipedia page. It didn't actually say Haystack Rock it said like 25 miles down the coast or something like that and never actually gave exactly a name. I'm sitting there looking, at like, that looks just like the one from the movie, but Wikipedia doesn't say anything. But yes, it is actually Haystack Rock. <laughs> that is in the Goonies. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we caught some cool Pokemon, outside oh, yeah. in the water there. I Apparently kinda... there was,
1: uh, the first legendary Pokemon was uh, caught, I read. Oh, which one's Articuno.
0: that? Articuno. Articuno, I don't even know what that one looks like.
1: It's just the uh, one of the three birds for the team. Oh, whatever. okay. Like there's the the lightning bird. There's the ice bird, and Articuno was the ice bird.
0: Oh, okay, interesting. Where was that found?
1: <laughs> it was uh, apparently found at a oh god, what was it? Uh, it was just some restaurant.
0: <laughs> of course it was. It's like a Charizard being found in an alleyway somewhere, like yeah, don't yeah. Know. Uh, but that's just the rumor right now. Like people are.
1: Like it hasn't uh, like it's like I read the article about it. And it, sit, it was confirmed, but it didn't have any pictures of it.
0: Yeah, there's there's an app out there too now that you can uh, like put down Pokemon that you found in that place. So like you oh, look yeah. all over the U S. and it shows like you zoom into different st- cities and stuff and what areas most things have been. Olive Garden, at. the was, Hall of, Garden. An <laughs> <Hall> of Garden, Garden. <laughs> exactly the Olive Garden. That's where the Charizard char. <laughs> that's where you was.
1: find your Articunos
0: or like a wood fire pizza place. That's where you find the the Charizard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we. We'd had a lot of fun in Portland. A lot of bars, uh a lot of breweries, a lot of awesome food. One day we had African food and Thai food, just street food. They have street food everywhere there. I've never had African food. How is it? It was really good. We didn't get like the more spendy thing on the menu, but we got like uh those triangle they're they're like samobas and they're a bun- a bunch of different countries have All this right. kind of like triangle deep fried thing. But then also there's like these they were kind of like grits, but they had veggies and were fried right. and stuff that was really good and there was like a greek there was like a tzatziki type sauce and then a green hot sauce type thing that went with them
1: so were, like overall there was like African food like kind of spicy or something or what if you use the spicy or thing if on used the it spicy yeah right.
0: uh but yeah there's there's street cars for every goddamn country you can imagine there and i that's one number one thing that I'm mad about being back is like I can't have any good food anymore and then Finally found some oysters that were amazing, too. That was our last day there. It was one of the best breakfasts we've ever had. Oh, yeah? Um, Yeah. It was a good time. That's good. And now we're back home in the humidity, back to work, back to life. What have you been up to for the past two weeks?
1: Well, uh, not too much, except, like, this week is my week off.
0: Oh, this is this week, huh?
1: I was going to actually spend all day drinking mojitos on Monday, but... I I just didn't get oh around yeah, to it. On Monday. Monday
0: and what was Tuesday?
1: Uh, oh, Casey was t- saying it should be tequila Tuesday. Tequila but no. Tuesday, but yeah, no. But uh, I I ended up just not feeling like drinking on Monday and uh, and, and like I was about to get the stuff on Tuesday, uh, but it ended up uh, not happening because I looked at the weather. It's like oh, it's I it's see that It's too Thursday. hot to no. even fucking drink. I saw that Thursday <laughs> is supposed to be the hottest day of the whole week. Yeah, like we d- were talking about how hot it's supposed to be. Uh, but I decided, you know. That's the day I'm gonna fucking have a giant picture of mojito mix. <laughs> and I send a <laughs> I'll send text everybody. The shade somewhere.
0: <laughs> text
1: everybody. Oh, look at this. I, you guys can be outside in the hot or like wherever. Well but tomorrow look at me.
0: tomorrow I don't have to work till six, so I could at least come over for one mojito if you're sitting in the shade somewhere. Yeah. But yeah. No, yeah. Are you
1: saying I should make an even larger picture for myself? No,
0: no. i I just have one because I can't get drunk before work. Otherwise yeah. I'd feel like shit. But you got the whole week off and you have nothing planned except for hanging out. You had Chipotle today?
1: I did actually. I found out. that I realized uh, that uh, I'm really bad at eating. On my, if I have like a long stretch of stuff, <laughs> no, like not in the fact that I overeat. It's just the fact that I just don't eat some days. Yeah, because
0: when you actually are in a schedule and have to go to work, you're like, oh, it's time for me to get some food before I go do my shift, because otherwise yeah. I'll feel like shit. But yeah, if you're just laying around and playing video games and stuff, you're like, oh, maybe I should eat now.
1: Well, like Monday, uh, oh, I went to see uh Ghostbusters. I'll talk oh, about that. Oh, was it? <laughs> Casey fucking loved it. I <laughs> like it was all right. It it, w- is w- it w- one
0: of those Independence Day things where he loved it?
1: Oh, it, I hope it's... I'm fi- I figure that Independence Day was terrible.
0: Oh, my God, it was so bad.
1: So <laughs> it was so better bad. than that, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, it it was not as good as the original one, of well, course. Of course not. I think it's probably about on par with Ghostbusters 2, maybe a little bit better. Which is still a compliment. Yeah. Uh, go- but, you know, it's just... Um, I don't know, it. Not all the not all the jokes landed. Mm-hmm. Like I really actually did enjoy the cast.
0: Yeah, that what's her face, the big black girl. She is one of the funniest people ever. I love her.
1: Uh, well, she was basically playing the same character she usually plays on Sunday Night Live*.
0: She was on uh, what's that one show? Uh, *The Match Game*. Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Sunday. If you go on CBS or ABC or whatever and watch some of those episodes, they are really funny because they're really dirty and great. But yeah, she is just loud and obnoxious on there. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? It was really funny. Uh
1: and like I saw that uh the some of the people some like a couple of uh one of the complaints w- against uh her against her role in uh from people who saw the movie was the fact that uh like you know the character the I, c- I can't remember the name of the ac- the guy in the original Ghostbusters uh who was black but
2: uh,
1: but he uh like he was playing the straight man throughout that film but like on the, and like they were saying like she wasn't playing the straight per- man. But you know, on yeah. On the other like hand, though, she's like a k- big time comedian. You don't generally put your big time comedian in the role of the straight man.
0: Yeah, yeah. He was he was the one that was like yeah. kept everything in in line or whatever. And you can yeah. you can
1: bet that if Eddie Murphy had been the first Ghostbusters, that uh, it, it would he would not have been the straight man. Yeah,
0: he would have been more cast like what's her face that is in the new one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, how was Melissa McCarthy? I f- thought she was kind of the, like the letdown of the, the sure. cast. She actually. was all right. Because everybody else is kind of a known name, but they're, they are. Wait, is Kristen Wiggin that?
1: Yeah, Kristen oh, Wiggin. M- M- so there's McCarthy. those two
0: big ones and then the other two kind of smaller ones. Yeah. I don't know. Uh,
1: I can't remember the uh, name of the actor that, that was Kate the, uh, McKenna. The blonde one? Yep. She did. She was fucking fantastic. Yeah, she
0: she is the saving grace of Saturday Night Live right now. She is. Oh, so she's funny. on. I didn't know that she was yep, on. she's Saturday Night Live.
1: But man, she just really stole the show. Like yeah, she was just.
0: She is. The, every single skit she's on on Saturday Night Live makes you laugh, and yeah, saving grace right There's there. There's quite
1: a bit of jokes like about how unsafe the equipment is. <laughs> <of like. laughs> There's also a bunch of cameos from some of the original actors, and like if you do see the film, do stay after the credits. Just okay, it's definitely worth it. To Good see to that know. After the credits, I
0: really maybe that's what I'll see tomorrow afternoon.
1: Uh, but uh, like you see, like uh, there's the Ghostbusters that are still alive because Harold Ramis passed away. Yep. And then you also see uh, I can't remember the drawing a blank on the all these actors' names. I'm just so bad with Dan names, Aykroyd. But, uh, no, he was in it. Uh, he was uh, kind of a. Actually, I, like there's Rick like Rick was he? Well, there? he he, uh, like, well no, no, he was not actually in it. Sigourney Weaver. She was actually. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the name I was looking <laughs> of for. Of course, she was.
0: What about uh? But, oh,
1: but uh, as far as uh, Dan Aykroyd goes, like he, his role in it was uh, he was just basically some sm- uh, small role, but he knew kind too much about ghosts and like didn't pick up anybody. He was supposed to be he was like a taxi driver <laughs> in his yes. cameo, and, we, and like they're like I need help. I need to get to the sta- get to the, like Ghostbusters place and. Like he's like ah, there's nothing but like class two operations everywhere. There's nothing, and like like uh, was the, well, the original the comp-
0: secretary in it? She was oh, also cool. Cool. But she hasn't done anything in years.
1: One of the uh, complaints about like the Dan Ayk- Aykroyd's one w- was that uh, he. Uh, that he knows too much about Ghostbusters, and actually that was one of the writers' things.
0: Yeah, I thought uh, but I thought
1: it'd be, it's funny though if you think about it, uh, that's not just some taxi driver that knows yeah. about ghosts. If it's literally Dan Aykroyd <laughs> driving a cab, because
2: th- Dan Aykroyd would just know that. That's a
0: good that. idea. Yeah. That's funny. I th- I think that's a good idea. Yeah, but uh,
1: Bill Murray was in it as like a um, he a ghost debunker. Okay, and he he gets killed, of course. Oh. That's not really a spoiler. It's just. He's been wanting. He had like already said like in like when they're if they did uh, Ghostbusters three that he'd want his character killed off. Oh okay, in, in an amusing way. Uh, Chris Helmsworth did a fucking fantastic job as he like a isn't, is he atypical.
0: Is he their sati- secretary? Yeah, he's their th- secretary. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah.
1: And he's just so fucking stupid. It's just great.
0: Like you see him. Yeah, like I was either gonna say him or Channing Tatum would be perfect for that cast that role or like whatever. Like they,
1: they hire him because he's a. Uh, He's the beefcake.
0: Yep, yep. Like he, and he's just so
1: bad, like, he can't even get the ra- the phone stu- system down at all. <laughs> <laughs> he hangs up on somebody like that conversation was not going anywhere.
0: <laughs> yep, I'm going to have to go see that.
1: Like, there's a lot of good points in it, but, like, not all the jokes land. And yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's n- if you're, it's not exactly like, go- like it's not going to be, They, it's not quite the same feels that you get from yeah. the original Ghostbusters, yeah. so.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to go see that. Yeah uh you were about to say something before we went to that
1: oh something about oh uh i can't remember what it was
0: all right we can go to yeah. music news i don't know we you what did you listen to recently oh yeah that's uh, that what it's uh i didn't i d- didn't
1: even know we were going there all right that's
0: it isn't that what we usually, that's what we that's usually do that's usually, usually uh, what we do i
1: was talking about ghost we're derailing
0: stuff. the conversations
1: <laughs> uh so apparently i found out uh what, uh, a couple weeks ago, when we were uh, getting ready for the podcast, I had like, uh, and I was grabbing songs. Uh, I came across on YouTube, like, uh, I, I was just starting to listen, w- started to watch some animated music videos, and actually, there's a lot of really good ones out there. Like p- some really talented people putting together uh, some videos, but the one I saw w- that got my attention was uh, from Caravan, Caravan Palace, uh, "Lone Digger," and. Uh
2: you thinking leave that record spinning
0: you feel the rhythm going cool
1: it's really catchy and i don't know if you had the video open there but like mm-hmm. for the it's a it's kind of like weird animation like where basically it's a bunch of uh animated people with like animal heads and okay. then they go to like a ba- basically a bunch of like cats dressed in like with the letterman jackets going to a bar and then it basically it ends up into a gigantic bar fight
0: it's a lot like a para par love stellar only with vocals in it basically
1: and like it's actually really catchy and apparently there's a whole style of music called electro swing mm-hmm.
0: i did not know that that'd be par he was the one that basically started out with the Parlov stellar or whatever
1: and like it's just, l- I don't know. I've n- I listened to a bunch of it on uh, Pandora, and like another of their songs that uh, I sent you was "Dramaphone." <laughs> There's a li- and and uh, that music video. <coughs> there's just a bunch of people dancing and like doing some really good uh, dance moves, actually.
0: Yeah, the here's a little bit of Parlov. Parov. that one's from 2010. This one. Yeah, he goes all the way back to 2004, it looks like. I haven't listened to any of this stuff before. So he started out with, like, loungy stuff and then started mixing up that swing music. It,
1: it's such an interesting, like, concept for, like, uh, music. Like, t- just taking, like, the old-style swing. And yeah.
0: Then what really brought it into Limelight was The Great Gatsby when that came out, the newest one with oh, Leonardo yeah? DiCaprio, because that was the background backdrop a lot of the, the movie was that, that swing. But, like, they added, like, what's the Black Eyed Peas guy? I can't remember what his name is, but he did a bunch of remixes like that for the movie and everything. Oh too. yeah,
1: that's that's pretty cool. I didn't see that. Great guess. We haven't. It I was pretty good. I haven't bothered seeing it since like I had to watch it in uh, high school once. And yeah, like but that's a
0: ridiculous there. version. Even though that's the more true version, this yeah. one is more gaudy and kind of cool. Yeah, it's the guy who did uh, Moulin Rouge in Australia. And uh,
1: but it w- did not get Leonardo DiCaprio anything. Do what? It didn't get, his get him an award.
0: Nope. Oh, he also did Romeo and Juliet too. Yeah. Basler-man. Really? Yep. Oh. Yep.
1: That was a while ago. Yeah.
0: No. The no. Leonardo DiCaprio one from the nineties. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. he
1: didn't get an award for that either. Nope, nope. No, oh. but if you fight a, a a a computer graphic bear though, there you go.
0: <laughs> exactly. There you go. That was a good movie though. That was really I
1: can't good. imagine how he feels like that's what he gets it for.
0: Yeah, there was a lot more to the movie than a oh, bear. Oh
1: yeah, but like I'm sure that's the part they showed when they gave him the award.
0: Uh I love that movie though. It was really good uh me yeah i didn't really listen to too much in the past few weeks uh portland i just listened to music on the plane really otherwise we were just walking around not listening to too much oh i forgot about a song that uh, that existed uh we went to this arcade called uh ground control classic arcade games and basically it's a bar with a whole bunch of cabinets and pinball machines and they had a dj called dj vaporwave there and uh, they had the the song the theme song of uh, Neverending Story, and uh, I forgot all about that song. Wait, did they
1: remix that one? Though? And he
0: remixed it too, <laughs> but I don't I don't. I don't have the remix. But uh, it was really, really, really cool, and just the backbeat of everything there. It was all 80s and synth and weird dance. That's so weird and everything. to have
1: like an arcade thing that also then has a DJ.
0: Yeah, like. The insert coins failed in Minneapolis because they focused on a nightclub with a dance floor and everything on it. And this place is literally, you pay $3 cover charge, and there's just cabinets everywhere. And then you walk up the stairs, and there's pinball machines everywhere, and there's just a bar to the side. Like, that would sell. That sounds great, yeah. That sells. Not a fucking nightclub where you have to spend fucking two thousand dollars on a bottle of champagne and go have a private room and then play video games in your private room that's oh, that's not that's not that's that, nothing and then anymore. yeah like upstairs at insert coins it was all cabinets on the top but downstairs was like the nightclub but uh
1: i just want the arcades really yep and if there's like a dj playing that's it's that's like different. you
0: walked into a portal back into the 80s we went to another one called quarter world up where we were staying or whatever and that one was really like the 80s it was like you walked into an aladdin's palace kind of only with adults and a DJ playing. Which one was the one
1: that apparently Casey had, uh, like, he was there, you just got so distracted with the games that you were there, like, past last call?
0: Oh, that yeah, that was Quarter World. That was on our way back to our, our Airbnb or whatever. And, yeah, I'd randomly, like, guys, I got to go see what this looks like. And the lady's like, well, we're closing in a half hour, but you can go take a peek if you want. And Casey and Callie waited outside. I walk in and look in, and I'm like... <gasps> And I quickly run outside and grab Casey. Like Casey, 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 we gotta go. We gotta go in. So we paid our three bucks to get in there for the last like 20 minutes. And then yeah, we were consumed by everything in there. And the DJ was like dressed in a Devo, you know, the little cone hat and stuff. And they had like the old basketball machines in the very front there. And otherwise, yeah, it was classic cabinets. And he was obsessed with uh, Super Mario Brothers because you never play that in a cabinet. Really, you only yeah. play it at home. So yeah, he's just sitting there focused and dancing and stuff, playing that machine. I'm playing pinball machines and like that was the that bartender had the best bellow i've ever heard in my entire life Just Let's call! echoing throughout the whole place casey didn't even realize it happened <laughs> but uh yeah that was a really 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 cool place too uh i hope something like that opens up around here but uh just for fun here's some never-ending story i forgot the song even existed No! All right, no more derailment. We're going on with the show. Oh,
1: I was about ready to derail it again. <laughs> nope, not happening.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see here. There wasn't a lot of news. It was a pretty boring thing, boring uh, couple weeks of news, which I'm okay with. We can we can do without a f- some news stories for a while. But uh, first up, silliness, but it's kind of funny. Drake's Views has been sitting at for nine weeks at the top of uh, Billboard 200 chart. Surprisingly, Blink-182s minus Tom DeLonge, their new album California, took number one spot last week. Uh, it's their number one spot for and for the first time in 15 years. Uh, their last one was "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" in 2001. and It spent all of June there. Uh, however, now Drake is back at number one this week.
1: Honestly, I didn't even think they were still making music. Yep, they
0: just started a new band, and Alkaline Trio's lead singer is taking Tom DeLong's place. So it's still Travis Barker and who's Mark Hoppus, and then the lead singer of Alkaline Trio. So now they just made a band. And the new song isn't too bad, and they're selling out tours all over the place still, so good for them. Kind of cool. I don't know what Tom DeLong's doing now, but yeah. In 2009, over 11,000 untested rape kits were found in Detroit Police Warehouse. As of March, uh, approximately 10,000 of the kits have been tested, but each remaining kit costs $490 to process. Uh, Erica Badu. Has announced that she is partnering with the Wright Productions to donate five dollars from each ticket sale, as well as proceeds from a hundred dollar per ticket pre-show reception and a thousand dollar pre per person VIP reception with Badu after the concerts. So uh, I think that'll get paid off pretty quick there, actually.
1: No, that's uh kind of insane though that there's that many. Like, if you actually think about it, like that four hundred ninety dollars to get something tested, isn't that much? Yeah. Like, in the grand scheme of things. So but when
0: you have 11,000 of them, 11,000 Well, that's times. what happens
1: if you, like, let them stock up. Like
0: right, this. right. So, but that's a good thing that she's doing. That's yeah. really cool. Uh, like, Beyonce did, I think, like, a dollar per ticket to all her shows or whatever. But this girl's doing $5 per ticket, and she's giving all the proceeds from the $100,000 per person tickets. So that's pretty cool. Um, this November, David Bowie's personal art collection will be revealed to the public for the first time. Uh, from November 1st to the 10th, uh, Sotheby's, whatever, I think that's how you, uh, British words are spelt weird, uh, they will host the expedition exhibition at the New Bond Street Galleries in London uh, before selling the pieces at auction on the 10th and 11th of November. The set of 267 works is expect- expected to fetch more than $13.2 million for Bowie's family. Uh, the Basquiat Air Power is the most valuable, and it's set to make... Two point five to three point five million bucks on one painting.
1: Wait, so like they're selling them or?
0: Yeah, they're keeping some of the personal ones that or that mean mean more yeah. to them. But I mean, that's a lot of paintings to have hanging around. Two hundred and sixty-seven of them. Yeah. So yeah, they're gonna sell that and get and make oh, some I, money. Oh, I, for the I family, thought it was so. just like a show. I didn't know that they were actually yep, they're actually selling. them. they're gonna too. auction off the most of them. But yeah, that Basquiat, two point five to three point five million. Wow. Yeah. David Bowie played uh, Andy Warhol in the Basquiat uh, drama, movie, biography type thing. It was a pretty good movie. Uh, The Prophets of Rage, the supergroup featuring Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill have released their debut single. Uh, It's a new version of Public Enemy's Prophets of Rage, uh, from which the band takes their name. Featuring new music and a new verse from Cypress Hill's Be Real. Uh, The band's Make America Rage Again tour kicked off with a free concert in Cleveland where the Republican National Convention is taking place. Uh, Here's a little bit of their new song. Maybe right here. Oh, yeah, I looked up your one song quick. the uh th- that's a whole bunch of crap going on at the national convention. They took off the n- local news to b- display Trump's family walking in as breaking news and I'm like, "What the hell this is not breaking news. They're just walking into the convention. Go back to normal news yeah. but uh yeah, and I guess uh the the b- <laughs> so there's a I looked up while well, I was looking up news today, the house band for the Republican national convention the uh, the lead the head of the house band he was the head of the Saturday Night Live house band. Yeah. So they randomly started playing Station to Station by David Bowie, which is like a nine minute long song. And all the articles focused on was the one line where it talks about having too much cocaine in the song. So that's all they're focusing on is the drug reference at the National Convention. But really, in general, that song means it's the rise of the Thin White Duke, which is a fascist pig, and it's David yeah. Bowie's alter ego. So I don't understand why nobody's talking about that aspect of why they played that song, and I thought that was pretty ironic that they were playing that because it's all about the Thin White Duke, a fascist, racist asshole. So, huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, You told me to look up this one earlier. I thought this was pretty funny, actually, too. Uh, Third, Eye, Third Eye Blind performed a charity event at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland that was tied to the Republican National Convention. Instead of playing the crowd, the playing to the crowd, the band spent the night performing deeper cuts from their catalog and proclaiming their support for LGBT rights and science. Essentially, they trolled the audience. At one point, frontman Stephen Jenkins asked, "Who are who are believers in science?" or raise your hand if you believe in science. Later, Jenkins responded to boos by saying, you can boo us all you want, but I'm the motherfucking artist up here. They also played Non-Dairy Creamer, a song that features a refrain about two gay Republicans. Uh, When the attending fan wrote on Twitter that she had never been more disappointed, the band replied, good. Uh, They
1: (laughs) they actually booed the science part mainly, (laughs) also. Uh,
0: The only real hit that Third Eye Blind played was uh, Jumper. And it's a song inspired by suicide of Jenkins' gay friend. Uh, the singer prefaced the performance by telling the crowd, "To love the song is to take your heart, take to your, take into your heart the message, and to actually have the feeling to arrive and move forward and not live your life in fear and not imposing that fear on other people." So uh, good for them, I guess. Most of the attendees were uh, re- like, uh, what, what do you call them? The ones that are like yeah. delegates or whatever, because it wasn't actually tied exactly to the yeah. republican national convention but it was in support of donald trump winning yeah. the the vote and stuff so yeah it was a charity event and i think it went over well in general but uh that's pretty cool of them yeah uh that is all the news i got any news nope i don't have anything all right um, where'd my itunes go right here do 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 All right, welcome to the weekly theme. Uh, this week, our theme is food. Yeah. Which I'm kind of hungry now. You got Chipotle. Yeah. How I was that to, Chipotle? I
1: had two burritos.
0: You had two fucking burritos. Well, I haven't. You eaten. had to make up for what you haven't eaten this week. I've had Subway once <laughs> this week. I had uh, uh, a thing of summer sausage and yes. some crackers,
1: and I had the two burritos so far this week. So. Did,
0: did Casey tell you about our first night in Portland? we uh so our plane was delayed like 3 hours and uh we got to the airport and we had an awesome freaking breakfast at the airport and then the plane got delayed and so we started drinking and we got a little drunk at the airport got on the plane got checked in in portland and everything and then the first stop we did was the backstage bar and we had an order of fries and some hummus and then we didn't eat anything for the rest of the day until we had a cheese platter at uh common man no i can't I I can't remember what the brewery is called at this point. But, yeah, so we were not feeling well the next day. We decided not to eat it all that day, even though as we were walking everywhere, oh, my God, that food, oh, my God, that food, oh, my God, that food. I want to try it all. And we didn't try a goddamn thing. All day? All day, yeah. We had French fries and hummus and then a cheese platter at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) And we shared that basket of fries, which I ate most of. But uh, Otherwise, yeah, it was a beer-fueled day. Uh, So, yes, our weekly theme is food. Carlos, you want to start us out?
1: Yeah, uh, my first song. I could have actually done a whole list of nothing but Weird Al songs about food, Uh, but this is just one of the first songs that he did, and one of the most. Or it was like on a single album, and it was one of the most popular ones. uh, Just eat it from Weird Al.
0: He's got one of the best outfits yeah. in that music video. Uh, and in <laughs> case say.
1: somebody listening somehow does not know this, that's just a riff on Beat It from yeah. Michael Jackson. I'd hope they'd know. Uh, hope Yeah, so. I'd really hope so. <laughs> if I know that.
0: Uh, uh, my first one uh, is Prince, Starfish, and Coffee, because it's amazing.
2: Every number was 20 and every single day. If you ask what you had for breakfast, this is what she'd say i fish and coffee, maple syrup and jam, butterscotch clouds and tangerine, as I had all of the-
0: And if you haven't seen that music video, please go watch it because it's Prince singing with the Muppets.
1: Yeah, that was pretty fantastic. <laughs> you showed me that uh, at the end of the show last time. Like and he's like, uh, this is what I'm gonna sh- have on the show. That
0: and week. it's on his album, The Sign of the Times, which is also funny. It's not just written for the Muppets or whatever. Yeah. It's actually on one of his albums. So, <laughs> and then at the very end of the music video, the guy's like, I bet you can't. Uh, I bet you can't make a song about desserts. And he's like, Yeah, I think so. Strawberry or raspberry sorbet. Yeah. So that was. Pr- yeah, that's a good music video. <laughs> Uh, what you got?
1: Uh, my next one is uh MacArthur Park, yeah, from uh, Richard Harris,
0: who we just found out that Richard Harris made a song. He yeah. was also Dumbledore in the first two Harry Potters, and then he passed away. But uh, yeah, he was a big actor in the 70s and 60s and stuff. So,
1: and he had this that one at the top of the charts apparently. It
0: did. It did go to the top of the charts. Here we go.
2: But I'm Spark is melting in the dark All the sweet green icing flowing down Someone left the cake out in and- the
0: Seven and a half minutes yeah. of pure bliss.
1: Yeah, like I kind of wish the audio quality back then was better.
0: Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I lost the recipe and I can't make it again because it took so long. Uh, that's yeah,
1: the, uh, I actually could have done a whole list of nothing but songs about cake. I <laughs> thought about it. I really thought about <laughs> you it. Should've. I could have.
0: Well, you got at least two here. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, My next one. Uh, we went to the vegetarian side, and uh, the song is called Meat Is Murder off the Smith's Meat Is Murder album, and it's six minutes long, and it opens up with a cow being slaughtered like a saw blade, and like yeah. <laughs> and then it's Morrissey complaining about all his meat eaters out here. So here you go.
2: Comes the screaming night. This beautiful creature must die. we
0: Sorry, Morrissey, you can't make me feel guilty about yeah. eating cow.
1: I don't like cows anyway, so.
0: they <laughs> 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 just stand there.
1: It's not a beautiful <laughs> creature.
0: Uh, but that album overall is really good, and that's the closer track on it, so that's okay. You can just turn it off the record when that closer comes on because you don't need to hear a cow getting slaughtered. Yeah. Uh, what you got?
1: Uh, my next song is the next cake song I have. It's uh, called <laughs> Birthday Cake from, is that Sibo Mato it's pronounced?
0: I uh, Yeah, Mato. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes, I'm cooking for my son and his wife. It's his 30th birthday. Two berries into my bowl at the milk of two months ago. It's more than mom, isn't it? I don't give a
0: I guess Sibo Mato means uh, crazy food in Italian, actually. Really? And most of her songs were all food themed when she first started out.
1: I just know that uh, that song was on uh, one of my favorite games back when I was a kid, uh, Jet Set Radio Future. Uh, that was way th- that, w- that had a b- whole shit ton of uh, Japanese music in it. And, uh, oh,
0: I see the. G- I, I'm like, I recognize this fucking creature thing, on, this person with the spray paint thing. It's, is it a spray painting game, game?
1: Oh, yeah, it's the one where you ro- go around in rollerblades and s- uh, spray painting.
0: Yeah, it. okay. Then that's how I kind of recognize this song, too. All right. Well, she has a song called Sci-Fi Wasabi, too.
1: Like there's a, Most of the songs were made up by a Sega for the game, but there's a, two songs that were from uh, artists, and that, this okay. is one of them.
0: Oh, interesting. Now I have to go and check that out afterwards because I forgot all about that. There's uh, a lot
1: of good songs in that uh, off that game, though
0: what was it called again jet set jet,
1: jet, uh jet
0: set radio future all right i'll leave that window over. i was
1: actually listening to the soundtrack the other day
0: yeah and you're like oh birthday cake i'll use this one well actually <laughs> they they only
1: had the sega ones on the soundtrack oh okay i i, I uh, when we came up with the topic i it was i just was reminded of oh there's the birth ki- birthday cake song so i'll go with that nice all
0: right i got uh the neutral milk milk hotel and this is a veggie song. Oh, it's not really a veggie song, but a veggie's in the thing. And it's King of, the, King of Carrot Flowers, Part 1.
2: And your mom would stick a fork right into daddy's shoulder. And dad would throw the garbage all across the floor. As we would lay and learn what each other's bodies were for. I knew I would love you, and from above you how I sank into your soul, into that secret place where no one dares to go. And your mom would drink until she was no longer
0: Yeah, it's an alright song. Neutral Mo Hotel, that album's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the airplane flies high I think it is or, or over the sea I can't remember
1: what you got uh, my next one is uh, I'm sure everybody's heard this one it's if I had a million dollars from the bare naked ladies
2: if I had a million dollars you could help it wouldn't be that hard if I had a million dollars maybe we could put a little tiny fridge in there somewhere you know, we could just go up there and, and hang out like open the fridge and well. stuff are all foods laid out for us with little pre-wrapped sausages. And things. Mm. They have pre-wrapped sausages, but they don't have pre-wrapped bacon. okay oh, can you blame them? <laughs> uh, yeah. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a fur coat, but not
0: a real fur coat. That's cruel. And if I Oh, bare naked ladies.
1: I always forget that they are the ones that did that song.
0: Yeah, that that was a really, really, really big song when that came out yeah. for some reason. And I, yeah, it's all right.
1: <laughs> it was playing on the radio for quite a bit.
0: Quite a bit. Uh, I accidentally forgot a song, so uh, I just got this one quick. I don't know if it's in a good spot of the song, but we'll find out. Uh, it's Eat Me Drink Me by Marilyn Manson off of his, his Eat Me Drink Me album. <laughs> I've never watched, l- read the lyrics. To it. It's a lyric video. No. Uh, well, those are some deep li- or dark lyrics, I should say. Talked about headless people being hanged upside down to drain.
1: That is pretty dark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that song a million times because that one, that's the first Marilyn Manson concert I went to, was the Eat Me, Drink Me tour, and that was at the XL Center with Slayer. That was a that was an interesting show.
1: Yeah, uh, so, like sometimes well, I like well, look, seeing uh, lyrics are just because I actually sometimes. I'm really bad at sometimes hearing the lyrics in certain songs yep. like that. Birthday Cake song earlier, I actually looked at the lyrics video. I was like, oh, my God, this is more about food than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about food. <laughs> They're not just saying that. It's all about food. It's oh,
0: so. God. But, uh, yeah, that was Marilyn Manson. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah my uh, next song is uh, Hunger Strike from Temple of the Dog. Nice. <laughs> and on the
2: table
1: Actually, I heard that. Uh, I heard that they have a uh, new album coming out. What? Or at least a new song or something. Interesting. I heard on the radio on the way to uh, grabbing my burritos.
0: You heard them talk about? Having yeah, they were like, oh yeah, we okay. might.
1: B- I think it was like they were talking about either they might play a song from it later, or they were just talking about it. Huh.
0: Interesting. I'm, yeah.
1: actually, I'm trying to look see if I can find anything about it right now, but I, I'm not. I'm just coming up blank, but. It does all say that
0: uh, bread.
1: they have uh, like the, all these uh, one-off uh, reunions, and it says that years active nineteen ninety 1990 to nineteen ninety-two, and then oh, twenty sixteen. Right
0: First uh, hit on LawWire dot com. Temple of a Dog announced twenty sixteen U.S. tour. Oh, yeah, uh, and and twenty fifth anniversary of their self titled album uh 2016 truly the year of reunion has been announced at temple of dog will reunite for a tour for the first time uh their tour is one two three four five dates long
1: <coughs> <laughs> wow
0: pennsylvania new york california california and washington
1: yeah huh not really around here
0: nope and that'd be a fun fucking show to go to yeah oh he's not listed uh, eddie vetter is not listed among the people who are going to be in the band uh. though. And I don't think... Uh, oh, yeah, Chris Cornell is in the band. Steve Gossard, Jeff Arment, Mike McCready, and my, Matt Cameron with hopes that Eddie Vedder will pop on stage at one or more of the shows.
1: Maybe it was a new song. Maybe it was just the, that.
0: And they're probably announcing that. Interesting. Yeah. That music video is really fun, too, because they're just playing on the shore side, I'm assuming, up in Seattle. But, Yeah. Yeah. My final song is the JBs. That would be the James Browns. And the song is called More Peas. I don't need the best peas, more
1: peas. I don't need the best peas, more peas. Give me some more. I just want the peas. Thank God Casey's not here to tackle Google (laughs) Peas.
0: freaking amazing it's called doing it to death and it's the jb's album and from start to finish it's just awesome funk and coolness and when james brown announces the band and they all play their little solos it's really cool uh but yeah that was my final track from the jb's uh this was pretty fun pretty fun one i, I like this category yeah huh? even though i forgot one somehow i don't <laughs> know how i forgot one because i like counted it three times as i left because i screwed up last week too <laughs> i'm like yep I got them all oh, fuck. all right uh, I think that is it, unless you got one more on on hand that you can think of. That's no, really cool. I,
1: no, well, I mean, there's all sorts of uh, food songs out there. There's actually quite more than you would think. Yeah, including half of Weird Al's uh, discography. <laughs> discography.
0: I, I was hope I searched through David Bowie's uh, discography just in hopes I'd find at least something. But like, there's some songs where he talks about milkshakes and stuff in it. And, but that's about it that I could think of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll yeah. close the show up. Thank you for joining us on this week's show of sound, episode of Soundwave. New episodes are released every other Thursday. Uh, the theme for our next show—we're uh, we, we, talking about what it should be—but uh, we got we got plenty lined up here in the future. This one I think should be uh, awesome. F- lead female singers, because there's a lot of female bands out there, but there's also a lot of bands that are just fronted by an awesome female singer, like Blondie or uh, Patti Smith and stuff like that. So Stop I think taking be, people off my list. Oh, come on. <laughs> Those are two of Get out of here. <laughs> uh, for updates and more information about Soundwave or other shows, go like us on Facebook at Blind News Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. Our flagship show, The Department of Fence, is still live every Sunday evening as long as aliens don't abduct our show. Uh, you can come join in the fun at BlindNinjaStudios.com slash live. Uh, this show and all of our other shows are available to stream on our website, com, or you su- can subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. Plus, if you do subscribe on iTunes, you should review us on there. Give us an awesome rating so we can get further up on the charts and get more people listening to us. We want our shows out there. Uh, so, yeah, just take your time and give us a quick little review. Uh, if you just can't get enough of Soundwave and Blind Ninja Studios, you should help support us at the bottom of com, Click on Patreon and sign up. It works like a monthly donation service where you can pledge any amount that works for you, even as low as a buck. Also, if you're doing any shopping on Amazon, go by our homepage first and click on the Amazon link at the bottom. When you check out, Amazon just kicks a little money towards us. It doesn't cost you anything else. Uh, that'd be awesome. Uh, questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at Or even easier, message us on Facebook. We'll see you again in two weeks.